is powerful. And the fact that we're doing this series called Known, and it is, um, the first parts of it is the fact that we're known by God. And Tammy shared those six verses out of uh, Psalms 139. And, and you, uh, you can look at that and mark it. But the very fact that God knows us. And he knows us by name. And that's where we're going to be going a little bit today. And the thing that I, I kind of want to give you a quick review of last week. But the fact is, or this is that David said he was fully known by God. Fully known. And he even ended it by saying such knowledge is just too wonderful for me. I, it's so high I can't even attain it. In other words, I can't reach it. The, to know that is beyond my ability to even think or reason is how much God knows me. And the very fact that he knows my every move, my every thought, and my every word. And I shared this uh, last week. I said, does that thrill you or does it terrorize you? Does it make you go, wow? Or do you, are you amazed by that? Or are you afraid that he knows your every move, your every thought, your every motive? You know, and every word that you say. But what we're going to look at today is a little bit even more personal. So if you have your Bible, you can turn to John chapter 10. If you don't, we're going to have the verses up here on the screen for you. But it is very personal. You know, of all the names that Jesus is known by in all of the Bible, you can start, and I love to go through the alphabet, but, you know, you think of what he's known by. He, he's known by being our advocate. He's our adversary. He's our alpha. Did you know that? He's the alpha. Jesus is also known as the begotten, the bright morning star, the branch, the bread of life. He's known as comforter. He's known as counselor. He's known as deliverer and day star. He's divine. He's everlasting. From everlasting to everlasting, O oh Lord, you are God. He's eternal. He's faithful. He's a friend to sinners. Anybody go, hello, I like that. He's a friend to sinners. Not only that, he's God. He's the, he's the giver of all good things. He's holy. He's Hosanna. They said, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then he's the great I am. He's Emmanuel, God with us. And the list keeps going. What else is he known by? He's known by Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Does anyone need a healing in this room today? He's the one who heals. He heals the brokenhearted. He's with us. Not only that, I love it when I get to the K&L because that reminds me he's the king of all kings and he's the Lord of all lords. And I don't know if you've ever practiced praying through some of his names and what he's known by, but... Friends and family, this is who he is. And not only that, he's the Lamb of God we just sung about. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. I have a grandson named Judah. And boy, he's appropriately named. Because there's a lot of roar in him. There's a lot of lion in that boy. And uh, he's coming out. Not only that, he's known as Messiah. Mediator. He's the messenger, mighty God, and the bright, he's the morning star. 
He's also known as the only begotten from, the, from God the Father, full of grace and truth. He's known for being the Passover, the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Israel. He's also known for being the ruler, the redeemer, and also the rise up, Chris, the resurrection and the life. Not only is he known for that, he's known for being Savior and servant. Not only Savior, but servant. Larry, I saw you serving right here a while ago. And I, I was just thankful to see you mopping up water that's serving. But Jesus modeled that. Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but to serve. He's servant. He's the son of man, which was his favorite title, but he was also son of God. And he was son of righteousness with healing in his wings. Wow. He's known as truth, the true God, the true vine, and also known as the way, the truth, and life. And then you get to the end of the alphabet, and there's that W left, and, and he's the Word of God, the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us. But when you think of all the names that Jesus is known by, one of the most intimate titles or names that he was known by was Shepherd. Shepherd. The good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. You, know, you think about that. Of all the people in the Bible, Abraham, pretty, pretty big name, isn't he? Abraham, the father of us all. Abraham have, had faith that was accounted to him as righteousness. He, he, he saw the future when Isaac was offered on that altar. He saw what God was going to provide. Abraham was a shepherd. Isaac was a shepherd. Jacob was a shepherd. There's a few more that was pretty famous too. Moses was a shepherd. And there was a guy by the name of David who was a pretty famous shepherd. So being a shepherd was not considered the greatest of jobs. It was one of the lowest of positions that could be given, but it was a title that Jesus saw himself as intimate in because he was the shepherd of his sheep. Listen to this verse. It's found in John 10, 27. He says, my sheep, this is Jesus speaking, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Notice whose sheep they are. They're his my sheep hear my voice. And I love this part. And I know them. I know them. And they follow me. That's in John uh, 10, 27. Uh, in John chapter 5, it says that a stranger, they know the voice of a stranger, and they simply will not follow the voice of a stranger. In fact, they flee. They flee. Now, how many of you have animals in the room? Okay. Do you know their name? Hopefully you know their name. Have you, have you ever had trouble naming an animal of yours before? You know, kind of wondering, what should I name them? All right. You know, I, I, we got a guy in our church. Uh, he's got one of my chocolate lab puppies, and he says, that dog doesn't know its name yet. 
I said, what do you mean? He said, I, we call him, and he called him Bear. I said, well, you got him confused. He's a dog. You're calling him Bear. You know? But he said he looks like a bear, so he's a big old chocolate lab male, and they called him Bear. He's got big old paws on him. And he said, yeah, I sit there, and I call him, and, and then Garrett calls him, and we're sitting here trying to call him, and he just kind of runs around out there, and he won't respond to his name yet. And I, I was thinking it might be too many people trying to call him. You know, at one time, too. But, you know, when you have an animal, and they don't always come when you call their name, do they? I learned how to fix that. You know how to fix that, don't you? You put one of them little doggy biscuits in your pocket. And you call their name, and they know that biscuit's waiting. They coming. They coming. Or either you can do it the other way. You can put a shock collar on them. Now, some of y'all don't do that to your kids. I know you've been thinking about it. I, in fact, there was one family in our church that had to put a leash on their son to even take him out in public, but I'm not going to say who that was. That's pretty bad when you've got to put a leash on your son to take him out to the store, isn't it? But, hey, hey, you know, when you call them, they just wouldn't return. But the good thing about a shepherd is that he knows his sheep. He says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Notice my sheep. My sheep means a follower of Jesus, a disciple. This is what he's referring to. And he says here these three things. His sheep hear his voice, his sheep know his voice, and his sheep follow his voice. Now that's key. Now I know you might be thinking, I've heard this before, and I know you probably have. But you know some of the most profound messages are some of the most simple messages, and we just haven't gotten the truth out of it yet. When God asks you to do something, and he calls you by name to do it, and you don't do it, what does that mean? He says his sheep hear his voice, and they know him, and they follow him. If Jesus says, hey, we're going down the road here, I want, my vo I want my ear to be so in tune to the voice of the shepherd that I follow. Now, years ago, I was uh, pastoring there at Bethlehem and 50 years old and was happy where I was, didn't plan on starting a new church. At 50, wasn't ready. I'd never done that before. The only thing I'd ever planted was a garden. But God said, I want you to go start a new work. Now I'm his sheep. I hear his voice. Now I have a choice. Am I going to obey? Or am I going to follow? And that's, isn't that from a standpoint, don't we want all of our animals to obey us? Don't we want all of our children to obey us? Isn't that the goal? Well, that's the picture Jesus has given us of his sheep. His sheep hear his voice, his sheep know his voice, and his sheep follow his voice. In other words, they, that voice is, a, is you're in tune to it. You're in tune to it. I know the story of a Oh, Jerry Clower, one of the great comedians of the South, would used to tell the stories of his dogs. And uh, my wife said, why do you listen to that tape? See, I had a cassette tape. 
And he had it of dogs I have known. And I, I had all his stories memorized. But he, he would be sitting there and he'd be listening to those uh, dogs running, you know, the, the coons. And they'd be chasing and, and he would be going, oh, that's old Brummy over there. That's old Brummy. How did he know? He knew that he knew the voice. He knew the voice of the dog. And then one day they were out there running, just running, and, he, and all of a sudden the dogs just shut up. They got quiet. And somebody said, what happened? He said, oh, they're running across posted land right now. <laughs> Some of y'all are going to get that about lunchtime, you know, but that's okay. But what is a follower of Jesus, a disciple? Let me give you a quick definition. A disciple is someone who knows Jesus. I'm not talking about just intellectually knows that he's Jesus and that he's God, but that you have a personal relationship with him. You know him. He's your head. He's your covering. You have submitted to his lordship. That's what that part means. And also someone who is being changed by Jesus. I'll tell you this. If you tell me, oh, yeah, that person knows Jesus, but there is no change, I'm going to tell you there's something wrong. Because when the Holy Spirit of God comes inside of you, there is a change, my friend. And uh, because God can't inhabit you and not change you. So there's going to be a change. And, and the, you know, I love the fact that he's still working on you. You're not perfect. You never will be. But when there, that change starts, and, man, I've seen God change people in this room I've seen you change but I know who's changing you now how many of you like it when your uh, your neighbor or your uh, spouse or, or, or your brother or your sister or your mom tries to change you how many of you like that do you like it when someone else tries to change you hmm how's that working out for you or how's it working out for them have you tried to change someone Hmm, oh, that got personal there. Now, you preaching. Now, I know this much. My wife has, has tried to change me before. Early in our marriage, she tried to change me. But then she figured it out. She started praying for me. And, oh, Lord, that's when it got bad for me. Now, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean... I'd go and I'd say, all right now. I said, you're not playing fair. You done started praying for me, hadn't you? She said, I ain't saying nothing. I said, oh, she's praying. I'm going to tell you, I'd rather have my wife mad at me than I had God mad at me. Because, see, God loves us enough. He's going to change us for the good. He works that way. So... Someone who's being changed by Jesus, and not only that, someone who is on mission with Jesus. On mission means you roll up your sleeves, you go to serve, you work. You work because you know everything you do is for the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter if it's your business. It doesn't matter if you're on that sports field. It doesn't matter the place. It matters that whatever I'm doing, I know I'm on mission. I'm with Jesus. I'm representing him no matter where I am. So that's what a disciple is. I'm going to ask you this question. Does that describe your life? Can you say, yeah, that's me. I know him. I'm being changed by him. And man, I'm on mission with him. I'm doing the things that he wants me to do.
Well, that's what it is. And then I want us to hear something that takes it to a, a level two that's even more intimate. And it's found in John 10, verse 3. He says these words. The sheep hear my voice. His sheep hears his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. God knows you by name. He knows his own sheep. And he calls them by name and he leads them out. You know why uh, it's important. When I went through the transition years ago uh, uh, from transitioning to being a church planner, I, I remember being in the office uh, of this lady as Angie and I met with her. And the first time we met with this lady, there wasn't a picture on the wall. But uh, she had some up, but... The next time I went, I saw a picture of a shepherd in a boat. And he was crossing a body of water. And he was going to the other side. But on the other side, there were sheep. They were out in a pasture. But there was no shepherd. And I, I don't remember much of what was said because of the kind of where I was mentally at that point in my life. But I do remember that picture, and I will never forget that picture. And I kept, I started asking God, what does that picture mean for me? And what it meant was, later I figured it out, was you are a shepherd, and you got some sheep in the boat with you. But you're crossing a body of water, which was this Appalachia River right over here. To go over here in Walton County to a place called Gratis, to where there is no shepherd. There is none. But I'm going to plant you there to where you can be one. And that's what I got from it. That's hearing the voice of the shepherd. What's important, and I've always said this, is I think it's important for a shepherd to know the sheep by name. Why? Because... It's, uh, it's individual, and it's also intimate. It's an intimate thing. Now, how does it make you feel when someone calls you by name? How does it make you feel when they call you by name? You know, does your doctor call you by name? Does your dentist call you by name? Or, or hey, bud, how you doing there? How does it make you feel when people that you look up to and respect call you by name. Now, my wife has already done told me, she said, now listen, Moses took a million people off into from <laughs> through the Exodus. Ain't no way Moses knew everybody's name. And I said, I understand. I know that. But I still think it's important for a shepherd to know people and to know sheep and to call them by name. And you know, one of the things that God has challenged me to do is to know you by name. And not only know you by name, but to know something about you. And the best way we do that is when we have you in our home. It's not here in these rows. <laughs> well, I find out some really good stuff and some really 
not so good stuff about you in our home, but we, we promise what's said, what's said in this room does not leave this room when we get together in those groups. But it's so important, I think, to know people by name. And as a shepherd, I promise as long as God keeps my mind to where I can remember to know you by name. And um, I've been able to know a few thousand people by name before, and I, I pray that God grows gratis to whatever he wants to. But I, I've asked God, whatever you do, give me the ability to know the sheep by name. That's all I've asked. It's all I've asked about you. I want to know you. But more importantly than me as a pastor knowing you is the very fact that the heavenly shepherd, the good shepherd, he knows you by name. <laughs> How does that make you feel? The God of this universe, the creator of all, he knows you by name. Your mom and dad were trying to figure out what they were going to name you. He already knew. He already knew. You know, uh, years ago, there was a, a play up there in Bethlehem and there was a guy named Joe Sprinkle that was playing the part of Jesus and Joe was a guy he's a humble fella and he's a, he's a man I think what they have nine or ten kids is what they have ten and so you might be going whoa yeah and he got a lot of daughters he had to have a lot of bathrooms you know and stuff like that but Joe Joe was playing the part of Jesus okay in this play and we were there in the atrium getting ready to go into the auditorium. And, and I remember Joe was all dressed up and he was, had the beard looking like Jesus and all that going on, the wardrobe. And he looked at me and he said, Hey, Mike. And you know in that moment something happened to me? It hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Jesus knows my name. Now, I knew that was Joe, Joe Sprinkle, okay? And he was playing the part of Jesus. But what came over me like a tidal wave was Jesus knows my name. And just that moment, I told Joe later, I said, Joe, you don't even know when you called me my, by name what that did to me before I went in there that day. But it rocked me. You know, you might wake up and not feel like that, that uh, you're here for the, on this earth and you might not feel special or important or, or that this world might be better off without you. You might wake up thinking like that. But friend, I want to say this to you. Wake up and think and look in that mirror and say, Jesus knows me by name. I know my sheep. They hear my voice. I call, and they follow me. Now, I've joked before and said this, that the voice of God sounds a whole lot like my wife's voice. Some of y'all probably know that same thing, but here's the deal. How can you know that voice? Read the Word of God, because the Word of God is the voice of God. And so that's one good key. And you do hear his voice through other people. Yesterday the storms came through. I, we were praying for North Carolina, South Carolina, that whole region. But you know what I did? I went out to my front yard and I sat down in my driveway. 
I laid down on the concrete driveway, and I, the reason I did it, I got as close to the, those pine trees as I could because I just wanted to hear the wind go through the pines. Anybody ever done that before? Someone wrote, Wayne Watson wrote in a song one time, you want to hear the voice of God, just listen because it's the wind through the pines. It's the cry of a newborn baby, the voice of God. You want to hear the voice of God, it's a 92-year-old woman telling how faithful God is in her life. That's the voice of God. He speaks through others, but when he does speak, he does speak sometime in a still, small voice. And so I close with this. The fact that I'm known by name, known individually, known intimately, he takes it even to the another wow factor, and it's found in verse 15. He says, he says in verse 14, let me read that. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me. But check this out, verse 15. He says, even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. Now let that sink in. Jesus is saying to us, to his disciples, to believers, I know you even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. Now, how intimate is that? <laughs> you think about that, man. Does that, does that move you? Does that stir you? Because God, is, Jesus is saying, the relationship I have with my Father, he's saying this, I see myself in, in the Father. Even Philip said that one time, show us the Father. And he said, Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So Jesus saw himself in the Father. And the Father knows him that way. And then check this out, church. He sees himself in you. Just the same way. He's even as I know the Father and the Father knows me, he sees his, himself in in you and me as his disciple. He sees himself in us. Now, folks, that is being known by God. That's powerful. And if that doesn't pick up your spirits, I don't know what is, and so that's all I got to say, all right? I'm pretty much done. But that, that ought to just take you from, if you're feeling low, that should have just took you to the heavens. He sees himself. And you. Wow. Known. Known by God. Let's pray. Father, I, I, I just agree with David. Such knowledge is just too wonderful. Man, this blows my mind away that you see me this way, that you know me this way. And you know, the fact.